Welcome to NBA Storytime. I'm Jamel Johnson. I was just trying to decide what makes someone boring. What if you're just kind of whatever, but cool stuff keeps happening around you like Forrest Gump? I happen to know such a man. Let's meet him. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What if I told you there was a number 11 pick in the NBA draft that was on Jordan's Bulls for the first three picks? The Chicago Bulls have won three straight NBA championships. Who got traded to the Spurs and won another with Popovich? The San Antonio Spurs have won their first NBA championships. And who went to quietly end his career on the infamous Portland Jailblazers? This is an ugly situation. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry got caught in my 30 for 30 voice now imagine he's white once again i'm sorry i just watched a time to kill on bounce tv again but what if he really was plus he did all this while embodying the physical style of play that was being phased out of the nba in the 90s i'm betting you've never heard of this man not quite introducing will purdue a career 5-5-2 player who quietly had one of the most fascinating career arcs in the 90s Will Perdue was born in Merritt Island, Florida. All 47.2 square miles of Merritt Island is known for two things. Having a national wilderness refuge famous for its migratory birds and the Kennedy Space Center famous for putting rockets into space. We have liftoff. We have liftoff at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard. If you go to Merritt Island's Wikipedia page, you'll find, well, not much beyond the reserve in the Space Center. There is a notable person section, which includes novelist Zora Neale Hurston, professional golfer Marco Dawson, professional baseball player Taylor Jordan, as well as Olympic Park bomber Eric Robert Rudolph, but not Will Perdue. Apparently averaging five a game is not notable enough. After a standout high school career at Merritt Island, Perdue played college ball at Vanderbilt. Perdue blossomed into a dominant center, earning SEC Basketball Player of the Year and Male Athlete of the Year. For Vanderbilt, all SEC center Will Perdue, with an average of over 20 points a game, is the big gun for the Commodores as they travel to Oxford. The Chicago Bulls would select Perdue with the 11th pick in the 1988 NBA Draft. The club knew they had to be bigger and grittier to match up with the bad boy Pistons, and Perdue was about that action. Unfortunately for Perdue, the Bulls had just made another move that would see the young center riding the pine. And Bill Cartwright has been playing very well, as we mentioned, for the Bulls. In this five-game winning streak, he's scoring just about 14 points a game and pulling down almost 10 rebounds. With Cartwright performing, Purdue warmed the bench for the Bulls' three championships in 91, 92, and 93. But he didn't just shrink back into obscurity. He was a fan favorite, at least, getting on local commercials while putting in bench minutes. And he wasn't afraid to make fun of himself. What if we're playing Miami and we're up to our necks in sand? Balls. That balls. And what if I was a starting center? For which team? Chicago fans liked that Purdue played physical. Like 90s physical. 
using all seven feet of himself as a battering ram and occasionally taking a cheap shot. Even if he didn't strike first, Purdue made his opponents so angry they'd lash out. Even MJ got mad at him at practice. Here's Purdue on the Rich Eisen Show. One time I hit him pretty hard. He bounced up off the floor and he said, listen, you do that again, I'm going to punch you. So I thought to myself, hey, man, if I'm going to get punched by this guy, which I still didn't think he was going to do it, I'm going to make sure I get my money's worth. So I made sure it was an illegal screen. I don't think I ever stopped. I just ran right through him, knocked his ass to the ground. He got up and immediately just turned around and hauled off and swung at me. It wasn't just on the practice court either. When he got the chance, Purdue did what the Bulls drafted him and immediately replaced him to do. Fight the game's biggest bad boys. Will Purdue fouled him and Purdue's trying to go after him. Will Purdue and Dennis Rodman hated each other, which is why it was ironic that after seven seasons with the Bulls and the 91-93 championship three-peat, the Bulls would trade Purdue to the Spurs straight up for Rodman in 95 to give MJ a chance at the second three-peat. The move did motivate Purdue to have at least one noteworthy game as he laid out during the Basketball Hall of Fame 60 Days of Summer event. So the first game against Chicago in San Antonio, I'm going to prove to them that they traded the wrong guy. I had my best rebounding game of my career. I had 21 rebounds. But I just remember walking by the bench and going, you guys traded the wrong guy. Look at the stat sheet. You should have traded the other big guy. Yet they still beat us. I think Michael had 38 that night. In San Antonio, Purdue watched from the bench again, this time sitting behind Hall of Famer David Robinson. Tuning in from Texas as MJ and the Bulls three-peated again, Purdue got ready for a time after Robinson, when he could finally step on the court and shine. In the 98-99 season, the chance finally arose at the dawn of a new dynasty. David Robinson passed the torch to Tim Duncan. What are you, fucking stupid? He seemed to almost, you know, literally handed over the reins to Tim Duncan and said, you know, here you go, but if you get in trouble, I'm there for you. Once again, Purdue took a backseat averaging less than eight minutes per game during the 99 playoff run and not one single minute in the NBA Finals. Somehow, despite being on the court for such short spurts, Purdue still found a way to get rough. And he is fouled hard by Purdue and they're at it again. And this indeed is becoming unpleasantly ugly. After heading back to Chicago for a single MJ Pippen Rodmanless season, Purdue ended his career in a nice quiet market. Portland. Scotty Pippen fired the ball into the stands and he is gone. He has been ejected once again. The Blazers preoccupied with the officials. The 2000s Trailblazers were volatile on the court. Rasheed Wallace would set the record for technicals in the season with 41 tees. Sometimes he got him for doing nothing. It has been building up to this. Rasheed Wallace has been tossed. Listen to Ron Garretson. He'll explain the reason why. Whack! Get out! Get away from me, Steve. Get away from me, Steve. He didn't say a word. Technical foul, Wallace. He's gone. Sheed's outburst fell into a crowded, ill-tempered, but not illegal category for the Blazers. J.R. Ryder missed a team plane, spat at fans, and smashed cell phones. Fuck this seventh in the league, sixth in the league shit score, man. I'd rather win, man. Bonzi Wells flipped off fans. Zach Randolph punched teammate Ruben Patterson in the face and then hid in a teammate's house, assuming Patterson would seek retribution. The Blazers got in even worse trouble off the court. Legal trouble. 
Damon Stoudemire was arrested for trying to take weed wrapped in aluminum foil through an airport metal detector. Ruben Patterson allegedly committed sexual assault. To say the Jailblazer nickname was earned would be an understatement. Off the court, Purdue did not find himself in any legal trouble, but Portland did covet the big man for his willingness to scrap while on it. A UPI article about his signing addresses Purdue's willingness to tussle with Shaquille O'Neal before it mentions his meager stats. For Purdue, Portland's turbulent locker room was a huge change from the locker rooms of Phil Jackson and Greg Popovich, but not a change for him as far as playing time. Purdue played just 58 minutes that whole season. It would be his last. Let's bring in our buddy Will Purdue and try and figure out what the Bulls could do with their new downtime. Will Purdue now is a studio analyst for NBC Chicago covering Bulls games. He has four NBA championship rings on three legendary teams despite only starting one season. If you look at the stats, you'd see a boring player. A grinder who played the kind of physical basketball that was taken out of the game during his career. But if you dig a little deeper, you'll see a man who went head up with Michael Jordan. A man who was traded for one of the most bafflingly brilliant players in league history and unwittingly cemented a legacy. A man who helped start another dynasty after being traded out of the previous one. A man who went on to quietly retire on a team that was as much a halfway house as it was an NBA organization. And a man who did it almost all from the bench. You'd see the boring, fascinating career of Will Perdue. So maybe somebody listening can go add him to the Merritt Island, Florida Wikipedia page, please. Matter of fact, I'm going to need a whole doc on this man. A biopic at the very least. Hey, I'm looking at you, Clint Eastwood, who's probably looking at a chair with nobody sitting in it right now. listening to NBA Storytime. I'm your host, co-writer, and stretch three on the floor, Jamel Johnson. Harry Swartout is our producer, co-writer, and a man heavily invested in rec specs. Daniel Hardigan is our script editor and the guy who mops up after people who fall down under the basket. Devin Shepard is our associate producer and the only one who makes sure we all get on the bus on time. Thank you, Devin. Haley O'Shaughnessy is our consulting producer and leading the league in bench points. John Yales and Peter Moses are our executive producers, and they also insisted on calling their own fouls. Real good to you guys. Got an idea for a story you want us to tell? Leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll put it in front of our podcast homeowners association to see if we're allowed to make it sometime in the future. And I'm not repainting my fence. NBA Storytime is a Blue Wire podcast. Catch you next time. <laughs>